we have the non-roster invitee list. This is a big list. This is a big one. Why should you care about it? This is basically what you watch spring training for. Really? Yeah. Who's going to get those last couple of roster spots? You are Locked On Yankees, your daily New York Yankees podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making us your first listen every day. I'm Stacey Gonsoulias, and today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. New customers, join today and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. With me, as always, is my producer, Steve Granato. Steve, what's going on today? Hey, what's up, Stace? Hey, what's up, everybody? Thanks for clicking on the show today. Uh, We got some stuff we needed to talk about. There was this really cool announcement from the Yankees minor league system. Their high A affiliate has one of the cooler promotions going on later on this summer. We wanted to talk about that later on. Pakoda has put out their first official standings of the 2024 season. Where do the Yankees land? Where do they project them? And should you care about that? Uh, that's coming up later on in the show. But, of course, Stacey, the big news coming out yesterday, we have the non-roster invitee list. Ooh. This is a big list. This is a big one. <laughs> this list, why should you care about it? This is basically what you watch spring training for. Really? Yeah. Who's going to get those last couple of roster spots? And these are the guys that are throwing their hat into the ring. Uh, this is obviously going to play better for our YouTube audience. Stacy. we're not going to read all 26 names uh, for our <laughs> audio listeners. So if you're really curious, you can either check the Yankees PR Twitter account, which is where I pull a bunch of stuff, side note. Uh, but, of course, you can always come over to the YouTube side, link in the episode description for our audio folks. But, uh, yeah, Stacey, uh, among these names, of course, there are a lot of guys that we recognize. Greg Allen is on this list, Josh Bro. Caleb Durbin, uh, Oscar Gonzalez, Chase Hampton, uh, of course, number one prospect, Spencer Jones gets an invite, just like Justin Dominguez did a season ago. Uh, Brandon Lockridge is on this list. Odaner Mosqueda, Anthony Masevich, Ben Rice, TJ Rumfield, uh, Kevin Smith, Luis Torrens, Tanner Tolley, Dwayne Underwood Jr., an interesting name on this list, Josh Van Meter, and of course, Will Warren, uh, again, uh, we will uh, leave the link to our YouTube channel where we have the full list for our audio folks to come check uh, that full list. But Stacy, uh, a big list, not uh, bigger than uh, any other season or any other team, but it's always a big list uh, and some names of people that we've been following, some names of players that we don't. Uh, what sticks out to you? I think the... Um... Well, the amount of catchers, but two stick out to me. Um, Josh Bro and Ben Rice. Just because Josh Bro. He's been around a while and hasn't really yeah. made it. And he's been at spring training um, a few times. Uh, he was there in the abbreviated 2020 spring training, but really was a defensive replacement. Only had, I think, maybe six at-bats between a few spring trainings. And I feel like this might be his last chance to make some sort of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Impression. There we go. Oh. Impression on the Yankees. Like, I feel like this might be, it for him he's 26 not that that's old but it's old when you haven't broken out yet and you're 26 so i feel like having ben rice there who's also pretty close to him there that's going to be an interesting thing to watch yeah ben rice obviously had a massive season last year like he was so good 
Um, obviously, he also got overshadowed by Austin Wells, which has mm. been the talk of the town basically since like August of last year when it comes to catching, right? It feels like that's when everyone started to really chat about Austin Wells. But Ben Rice had an incredible second half last season. He was really, really good. And when you're having that conversation in, in relation to Josh Bro, they're one and two, right? Like, like Ben Rice is right on Josh Bro's tail. And like you said, this is like last chance for Josh Bro. He missed a lot of last season a lot of loud. He only played like 50 games and only 12 of those, I believe were with the rail riders. Um, that's a team that he finished 2022 with. So that's a, it's an interesting thing to look at. Like, again, you're not, um, these aren't like the sexy, crazy, obviously Spencer Jones is, is the name getter and everybody's going to keep their eye on Spencer Jones. And of course, Hey, we are too. We're going to keep our eye on Will Warren. Of course we are. We've been following these guys for a while now. Uh, but when it comes to these kind of smaller deals or these smaller, uh, battles. These are the things that are interesting. These are the things that you look out for because, you know, these are the types of players that aren't going to get a whole bunch of ABs. Right. And they're the players that have to make the most of them when they get that opportunity, because these are guys that in theory that you need to be able to, to call upon. And uh, it's, it's, it's a big deal for them, especially in their careers. And uh, you know, you're always interested in, in what's going to happen between guys like that. These are the guys that you all complain about when you're watching spring training games on Yes and, oh, why are they taking the regulars out so soon? But now you know some of these guys' names and you know about them from the show. So you're going to be well-equipped to watch spring training in 2024. Exactly. Uh, some names that I'm looking out for here today, Stacy, uh, or for this spring training, Tanner Tully is an interesting name to me. Left-handed pitcher. He pitched with the Rail Riders all last season and was basically the unsung hero of the Rail Riders rotation. If you remember back to around the midway point of last season, if you've been an everyday or since then, we love you. But you remember we had Emily Messina on the show. She's the number two voice of the Rail Riders uh, out there with Adam Marco, who we, by the way, plan to have back on the show here when we get closer to minor league season. But yeah, they she talked Tanner Tolley up by a lot. Because remember, we're obviously talking about Clayton Beater and Will Warren and all these like big names, Richard Fitz for a while. Like we're talking about all these big starters. And one of the names that popped out for her was Tanner Tolley as a guy who was just straight up there like every day. Right. He just showed up every fifth day and pitched. And um, that's interesting that he gets this invite because he's super, super under the radar. And if things turn sour, look, Tanner Tolley's not a 40 man guy or anything like that. Thus, the non roster invite. But you know, that's the type of thing you're looking out for when you get into spring training. Can Tanner Tolley, you know, jump up that level? Can he make that move and, and, and shove a little bit there during spring training against a couple of big bats? It's going to be a big step for him. Uh, obviously, we're keeping our eyes on Will Warren. Another guy I'm really looking out for here is TJ Rumfield. Rumfield mm. missed the majority of last season. He only played a couple of games uh, in the second half. And this is a guy that, um, you know, was starting to make a little bit of waves in 2022. So there, there's a couple of guys outside of Spencer Jones that, you know, you're really looking at. Again, Jones, we're keeping our eye on. Of course we are. He's going to be the shiny new toy. He's he's the new Jason Dominguez. And everybody's going to be talking about Spencer Jones. It's it's clear he's massive. Like he, he has a massive presence to him. Uh, there are obvious holes in that swing, but he presents some serious, serious uh, eye-popping power and some decent defense to go along with it. So, um, you know, the second this guy hits a homer in spring, it's going to be all over Yes Network and all this <laughs> stuff, right? And clearly, we'll talk about it. Yeah. But there are these little positional battles that really make spring training interesting. And it's these non-roster guys. You know, these are the guys that come out of nowhere. 
for the layman, the, the guy that if you're watching Locked On Yankees in the early part of February, then you're in all likelihood going to be keeping your eyes on Oscar Gonzalez or Chase Hampton or Ben Rice. Like these are the first chances you're going to get to see these players, right? Because you probably haven't watched a whole bunch of Renegades games uh, <laughs> in all likelihood. So you didn't get to see Spencer Jones last year. So this is a, a, an awesome chance to see players like that. Yeah. So stop complaining. I'm just saying, because a lot of people will complain, you know, like someone will come out after two at bats. It's only the fourth inning where they come out so early. It's that's how spring training works. So again, you, you're going to know all these guys, you're going to see them and get a taste of things. And I'm excited that I'm going to know more of these guys now. Cause I'm also, I'm not one of those people who complains, but I'm also one of those guys who's, who's that, who's that. So um, I'm excited that thanks to you and the year that I've spent with you, I know so much more about the minor leagues. <laughs> Yeah, well, I hope that's the case for everyone because there's a lot of good talent and there's guys like that we didn't even really mention, you know, Jeter Jones is he's he's fighting for his major league life to come back and he's trying to get back on track. Like, again, those are the things you're looking for. Those are the things that make, let's be real, spring training a little bit more exciting. If you're in the weeds like we are, like, <laughs> yes, Aaron Judge, it's his first home run of spring and it's all over the place and it gets posted on Bleacher Report. And like, we're all talking about it. Of course we are. Like, it's the guys that we know and hey, they're back. Yay. But yeah. Like, like, I'm curious to see how Jeter Downs' first 15 at-bats go. Yeah. You know, how does he look? How does he first look on those first couple ground balls? Like, uh, you know, what are, we, what are we dealing with here? So those are the types of things that we'll be watching for. And, of course, you can subscribe to the show as we'll be bringing you everything you need to know about spring training here in a week's time about Stacey. We're, we're almost there to pitchers and catchers. So Almost there. Crazy. <laughs> almost there. Uh, so make sure to hit subscribe for that. Of course, leave your questions for Fan Mail Friday. That's coming up here in a couple of days. Uh, reply to that pin comment here on the YouTube side, go down to the comments, scroll down there under the like button and then hit reply there. Uh, you can always hit that like button while you're down there too. Uh, if you want to guarantee answers to your questions for fan mail Friday, either in text or on the show, you can join the lockdown Yankees insiders club 14 day free trial in the episode description as well. You can pitch episodes to us. You can pitch segment ideas. You can just chat to st with Stacy. You can just chat with me, uh, mm -hmm. via text message. It's a super, super cool thing. So check it out. All right. Stacy, the Yankees have their Pakoda standings out. Major League Baseball and Baseball Prospectus has released them. Should you trust it? That's next. <laughs> Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and placing some super bets. I love everything about Super Bowl Sunday. I get to see my friends because my friend has a big party. We watch the game. We rate the commercials. We eat a ton of food. We also watch the halftime show. But I also love parlays. Those are always fun bets to make. FanDuel has so many ways to end the season or for you to end the season with a W or two or three. Not only can you bet on who will win Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also has bets for which players will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. New customers, join today and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports book partner of the NFL. Back on today's edition of Locked On Yankees, Stacy, we're back every day, Monday through Friday, five episodes a week. But of course, if you're looking for more Locked On podcasts, you can always check out Locked On Sports Today. It's a 24-7 streaming YouTube channel 
every day, all day, the top stories and the top shows every single day. So go check it out. If you're on the YouTube side, I mean, it's just another subscription. Like, <laughs> you ain't paying for them. They're, they're right. Go check it out. Uh, of course, as we mentioned as well, Fan Mail Friday coming up here in a couple of days. Leave your questions. Okay. Pakoda rankings. What is Pakoda? Player empirical comparison and optimization test algorithm. <laughs> what? Anyway, whatever. They put them out every year, right? This is every year. This is coming from baseball prospectus. Stacy, the Yankees are projected to win the American League East by six games over the Toronto Blue Jays. The uh, algorithm spits out that the Yankees will go 94 and 67. The Toronto Blue Jays will be 88 and 73. The Orioles coming in third place at 86 and 75, so a massive regression. Um, then it'll be also, you know, right there with Tampa at 86 and 75. And then the Boston Red Sox are projected to be three games in the cellar at 79 and 82. Stace, before we get into the not so great history of Pakoda rankings, what, uh, what, 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 are you a little shocked by this? Are you a little surprised by these, uh, these numbers? I'm not surprised that the Yankees are going to be a lot higher than they were last season win total wise. I'm just surprised that everything else is so much lower. I'm shocked by Baltimore, honestly. At 86.6. That's what? <laughs> like yeah, that's, that's that's a shocking number. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. I mean, yeah. like I said, a massive regression. That's like, what, 15 game regression? That's a big regression. That's yeah. that's, oh, that's like that's, a whole month. Yeah, that's that's huge. I don't I don't see that happening. Like I said on the uh, the day, the show the other day about Baltimore, there may be a regression, but it may only be like five games. I don't think it's going to be that much. That's crazy. Yeah, that's a that's a really bad like June. Like it's yeah. a really bad month. That's a really bad August <laughs> yeah. uh, where you're like four and 17 or whatever, you know, like that's just a terrible, terrible month. Mm -hmm. So I'd, I'd be shocked to see that as well. Uh, the Yankees projecting to win with the Blue Jays finishing in second. Like, I, like we haven't done a deep dive on the American League East. Uh, hit subscribe because we're going to do an American League East preview as we get closer to the season. But like. I don't do I'm not really buying on the Toronto Blue Jays right now. Like look, it's February. Like I probably shouldn't be buying on anybody because who knows? And we'll get right. to why you should be skeptical of the Dakota rankings in the in the first place. But <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not like super high on the Toronto Blue Jays, especially considering last season, even factoring in, I gotta imagine that Vladdy Jr. is gonna have a better year. Right. Right. Because they didn't they haven't really done anything to improve the team. I mean no offense to Justin Turner. <laughs> and, yeah, I mean, that's yeah, but that's just like a, a one for one swap of Matt Chapman. So it's like, but is it? Sure. Well, I mean, the bat is better uh, average wise. You know, right. But yeah, I mean, the glove is not. Justin yeah. Turner's got a good glove, but it's not Matt Chapman. Mm -mm. Um, yeah, I, I was just, when I saw it, because <laughs> I saw the whole, oh, I was like, oh, Pakoda's out. I used to work for Baseball Prospectus. So I was like, all right, let me look. And when I saw how high the Yankees were, I thought, again, win total doesn't really shock me. I could see them like 92, you know, like they're not going to do, you know, some people are making it seem like the Yankees are going to be horrible again in 2024. And I don't see that happening. But I didn't think that they would be first. And I didn't think Baltimore would be third and have that much of a regression. So. True. So. This is why you should be skeptical. I went back. I had the receipts. <laughs> 2023. Pakoda projected the Yankees to win the American League, American League East by nine games over the Blue Jays. 
nine games over the Blue Jays. They have this one at six. Just saying. They also projected that the Texas Rangers would not be in the playoff hunt whatsoever. <laughs> the Texas Rangers won the World Series. Yeah. They projected the New York Mets to win 94 games. And they also projected the San Diego Padres to finish in second in the NL West with 92 wins. Well, to be fair, to be fair, this goes by like the roster, right? Like this goes by what they, so it doesn't put into account <laughs> injuries. It doesn't put like, you know, like uh, down years. Cause I would have thought the Padres with the team that they had in 2023 would win close to 90. I wouldn't have been surprised about 90. Maybe 92 was overshooting it a little bit, but going by who they had on the team and the same thing with the Yankees, if they didn't have all those injuries and things went right, or maybe they had a couple of injuries, but not three fifths of the rotation out, they could have won a bunch of games in 2023. So I think that's, it doesn't take into account everything that can happen in a season because you never can, because you don't know what's going to happen with certain injuries and players just having down years so um yeah oh boy the Mets at 94 yeah that was really wrong and that wasn't even an injury thing that was just <laughs> just like them just not doing well at all yeah so you made my point mm. my point being as you don't know yeah, you don't. No, you, you don't. don't know. Nobody no. knows, man. Look at all those projections and how yeah. wrong all of those were. And that wasn't even me looking at every division. That right. Was me. I'll be <laughs> frank. Sausage gets made. That was me reading an article from February of last year on MLB.com. I'm interested to see that's what, what they, they had for the Cardinals last year. The Cardinals were finishing in second. Mm, okay. Behind Milwaukee. Okay. <laughs> Because they certainly didn't have a 2023 that anyone expected. Again, making my point for me. The mm -hmm. point being here that you don't know. Yeah. People regress. Teams inexplicably perform under where they're supposed to. Players yeah. inexplicably underperform. All this is completely varying every season. Maybe last year is kind of shocking because of how much it happened. And pretty much every division had somebody, if not two teams go through something like that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you can project all you want and we're going to do our best to try and predict the future. And sometimes we do a decent job at it and other times we don't. And I think that's what we're looking at here. So when you see all these rankings, you see all these projections, especially those MLB power rankings that come out at the beginning of the year. Sure. The Dodgers are one and the Braves are two. Of course, we all know that. Just <laughs> right. talent on the field. Of course, we know the roster. We can look at a roster. We can tell. But like at the same time, you don't know. You don't know. Look at the Padres from last season. Look at the Yankees from last season. You don't know. And uh, don't run away with these things. You start. This is the time, Stacey, we start seeing the rankings and the articles and the videos and all this stuff comes out. <laughs> and then we're here to warn you. Take a step back. Take a deep breath and be like, dude, can we at least watch them play in April? Yeah, yeah. There were only two times I've been correct predicting Yankees records. One time I predicted they would be 94 and 68 before the season even started. They finished 94 and 68. And even funnier, I think that year, can't remember what year it was, they started off terribly. My friends were making fun of me for making that prediction and then they picked it up in the second half. 
And in 2014, and I've said this before on the show, but if you're new, this is new for you. I wrote an article for ESPN and I predicted that the 2014 Yankees, I predicted this in March, we're going to go 84 and 78. And I had so many people angry with me and they finished exactly 84 and 78. But it was a total guess. But I just was going by the roster and thinking they're not going to do that great this season, like that kind of a thing. So only twice. I was right. And I didn't, you know, I wasn't looking at stats and I wasn't running things. I just put, had numbers in my head and just predicted that way. Well, there you go. Well, these are all <laughs> numbers based. We, again, will do an American League East breakdown when we got closer to spring, uh, not to spring training, to the regular season. Uh, once we're just about done with spring training, that's usually when we'll put that out. So make sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss that. All right. One last thing to talk about here today. Something really, really cool ha happening with the Yankees high A affiliate. Stick around. We'll tell you about that next. Back now on Locked On Yankees, Stacy. Maybe one of the coolest minor league promotions we're going to see this season is coming up, and uh, we're blessed that it's in the Yankee system. And we're totally going to be covering this when we get to it. This is going to be on August twentieth. It's called Bhutan Night. Hmm. Uh, so we're going to leave a link to this in the episode description. Essentially, what's happening here is the Hudson Valley Renegades, which, of course, high affiliate of the Yankees, which you've talked to Joe Vasile on the show before, who's the voice of the Renegades. Uh, I saw him post about this in the morning. I was like, whoa, what's going on? This is cool. Um, they're inviting out members of the Bhutan Baseball and Softball Association to travel to Hudson Valley, come out to a game, partake in a clinic watch batting practice do all this stuff with the team and also like take a tour of like the city and all this stuff this is one of the coolest things that we're gonna see period in minor league baseball here in 2024 it got love from major league baseball too they posted about it this is really really awesome stacy yeah the thing about it is people probably don't know just how small Bhutan is and how popular baseball has become, even though they don't really get to watch it. It's just become a very popular sport for the kids to play. Um, Michael Clare at MLB.com. If you guys are online as much as I am, you saw a picture of someone hitting a ball with a statue in the background and it was in Bhutan. And it was one of the coolest pictures I've ever seen in my life. Like it really should have won some sort of an award because it was one of the greatest things I've ever seen. But it's a teeny tiny country in the Himalayas. It's not like they have actual baseball fields. They have to find clear areas to play. And the kids have just really gotten into baseball. I think it's so fantastic. I love this so much. Yeah, Michael Clare is an awesome journalist, by the way. He's mm -hmm. one of the absolute best. Uh, he's done stuff for Cut4 and MLB.com. Like, if you don't follow Michael Clare, you absolutely should. He's one of my favorite writers uh, and just favorite journalists that covers the game. I really, really love what he does for for the sport and, and of course, him covering this stuff. Um, yeah, like you said, Stacey, Bhutan is 700,000 citizens. Yeah. <laughs> I live in Anaheim. It's, that's almost Anaheim. Like, we're getting close to Anaheim here, so it's pretty crazy. Um, six thousand kids over six thousand kids are playing baseball in bhutan yeah so it's growing massively so of course they're hosting them they're having them come out and all this cool stuff right and obviously they're going to mingle with the team and get to meet some of the prospects and of course it's awesome that it's the yankees affiliate that's doing this i think that's perfect uh we always talk about how important it is for baseball to continue to grow the game on yesterday's show we talked about the mexico city stuff mm -hmm. um or maybe two episodes ago whatever it was but it these things are so super, super important. And look, I don't know how many Yankees channels are going to be covering this, but 
that's why you come to this show because we're absolutely covering this kind of stuff because we aren't just here to scream and yell about how the Yankees are bad and how they suck or how this player needs to be traded or how Cashman needs to go. Uh, we're not, we'll do that on occasion, right? but not to that type of degree. Mm -mm. We always try our best to mix the good too. Right. And this is good. This is a mm -hmm. good thing. This is awesome. Like our YouTube community, you guys are now seeing the jerseys they're going to be wearing. Freaking awesome, dude. These jerseys are so sick. They're red, yellow, and white. And they have like this dragon coming across it. Like the Renegades Bhutan Night jerseys look amazing. And this, again, this is one of like the best things that baseball can do is we always, I, I at least I do. I'm sure you can attest to this, Stacey, but I just, I love these types of things. Like mm -hmm. I care so deeply about this sport and I love this sport so much. Like baseball means so much to me. That's such a big part of my life. And I mean, it's arguably the biggest part of my life and it's what I've centered my entire life around. Um, so like, I just want people throughout the world to also feel that joy, like that, that baseball gives me. Yeah. And I love this because when I was reading through the article, there was a picture of a little girl with her bat and her glove. And she just looks so excited to have a bat and a glove. And I love that both boys and girls are playing baseball in this teeny tiny country in Asia. It just, I love it so much. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. And it's shout out the Renegades, dude. Like, there's no way this was an easy thing for them to pull off, right? Like, no. how do you even get in touch with Bhutan? <laughs> like, I don't even know. <laughs> how do you even go about doing that? I have no idea. So shout out to them. Shout out to their front office. Um, again, if you if you want to check it out, it's going to be on August 20th. I think that'd be really cool if you can head out to the ballpark. If you're in the greater New York area and you want to head down to Hudson Valley, one, you should just do that because support your local minor league team always 100%. Uh, but especially support those people because, you know, we love Joe. Uh, we we, love, we had him on the show. Where Joe's awesome. I've known him for years. Yeah. Um, he's the voice of the Renegades. And, and he works really, really hard at that ballpark. And uh, they do some really cool stuff. I mean, not in a completely different vein. Remember they did Snooki Night last year? Yes. Like, that was a massive success. Snooki came out to the ballpark. And now you go look at Joe's Instagram. He's got a picture of Snooki and stuff. Like, <laughs> they, they do great stuff there at Hudson Valley. Uh, and, and honestly, like, all the I love all the Yankee affiliates. Like, Somerset has been great to us. Like, the Rail Riders, obviously, I worked for them. Like, Hudson Valley is a good one. And, uh, and they're doing good here, man. That's why you just want to make sure we praise them. So, Are they going to sell that jersey? Because I won't. Oh, dude, I think, you know what? Uh, I think they're auctioning it off. Oh. Actually, I think they're auctioning <laughs> off the game used jerseys. Uh, again, check the episode description. There's a link in there. Uh, you can check out to learn more about it, especially if you want to go to the ballpark that night. I highly encourage it. I think it's like a Tuesday night. So it's, it's a little kind of an awkward night. But uh, yeah, it's August 20th. Go check it out. And they're, they're going to have them there for like a week or whatever. Like they're going to be there for a few days. They're not traveling all the way from Bhutan just to go to one night on a Tuesday for a minor league <laughs> game. Um, so I, I hope that the Yankees like kind of help them with this too. I hope they end up doing something too to kind of. Well, well if they're going to be here for that many days, it could happen where the Yankees step in and bring them to Yankee Stadium. It's possible, which would be really yeah, good. Hopefully, but don't don't do it where it, like steps on their sh shoes. You know, be like, hey right. man, we we did this. Like, don't take the yeah. spotlight away. Or maybe like they'll welcome them, kind of a thing. Like they'll bring them yeah. on the field or whatever. Sort of. Yeah. Yeah, I hope so because this is just cool, man. We I'm. Always in favor of growing the game. And again, shout out to the to the Renegades. This is super, super cool. Um, make sure to leave your questions for Fan Mail Friday. Reply to that pinned comment here on the YouTube side. Of course, you can join the Lockdown Yankees Insiders Club as well. That's coming up in a couple of days. And we are back to five days a week in case you missed the memo. But that's going to do it for today's Lockdown Yankees. I'm Steve Granato. And I'm Stacey Gatsoulias. We'll see you tomorrow.